I don't want to go on a rant here. What the hell does rant mean? Oh, hello all and welcome to this. We are on episode, I believe, 22. 22. Crazy. Um, so fucking just found out Gilbert Godfrey died, so we're going to talk about him later. But uh, I wanted to ask you this question. So let's see. Let me pull up the picture. There's an inside joke at work before I started. Some guy named Mac fucked something up. M-A-C. So they wrote on Discord. Uh, yeah. Seven Macs that I trust. And I'm wondering if you can guess however many of them. Plus, we're always looking to add more Macs. And this is people, places, things, everything. Anything with Mac in it, we're trying to come up with as many as we can. MacGyver. That is the one that I added to the list. Yes. So that is on there. That was number seven. Someone's going to have It was actually Mac. number eight, and then we deleted one. Someone will have Big Mac, right? Big Mac is actually number one. Yes. It was the first one on there. It's just big. So the list just says like what it is without the Mac. So it just says big. So Big Mac. That's two. Uh, Mac Miller? That is number two. Yes. And they put in parentheses, bless up since he did. <laughs> uh, mac and cheese. That is number three. Just and So it's Big Miller and cheese would be the first three that they have on the list. Uh, that song, uh, Jump by Criss Cross, because they say the Mac Daddy will make you? No. It has, <laughs> to be, has to be called, the song would have to be called Mac. Mac uh, Return of the Mac. Oh, but it's M-A-C, not M-A-C-K. Never mind. No, that's what it has to be. M-A-C. Well, it's Return of the Mac is M-A-C-K, though. Oh, my God, it is. I have to, We have to delete that. We have to remove that off the list because that's someone had return. Is it? It is M A C K, isn't it? Uh, I think so. And now that I hold on, although his name isn't even Mac, it's fucking Mark. Yeah, I'm, this is depressing. I, I'm gonna have to, Christian, if you're listening, I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to get rid of that. And uh, fun fact: somebody it says Return of the. Somebody wrote Jedi as a joke, and they spelled it J E T. Oh, Jedi! And we can't figure out if they were doing that as to be funny or they're really just stupid. I think they really. Meant to spell Jedi. J-E-D-I. We, uh, uh, we, I just we stumbled upon a mistake, and now I'm really depressed because that has to be taken off the list. We're back down to six Max. I'm sorry. Oh I'm man, sorry. I gotta text him right now. Uh, is Mac Jones on there? No, fuck no. I can't think of. Um... There's McDonald's. <laughs> no, but that could be on there. That deserves to be on there more than or is it of the Mac? Because it's no, it's spelled it's MC. Yeah, yeah it's so MC. we can't we can't do that. Fuck, I can't believe we have to... There's one really obvious Mac, one. Mac Cosmetics? No idea what that even is. It's, it's a type of cosmetics. It's Mac. I M-A-C. Trust, yeah, we don't trust that. These are Macs that we trust. I'll give you a hint. The next two are... One's a person and one is a bunch of people. What? I don't want to give you the word because then it'll make it super obvious. But if you're stumped... One's a band. I have no idea. Very popular in the 70s. Uh, Easy listening music. I don't know any of their like most popular songs. Like I don't know what their like biggest commercial hit was. I Stevie to... Stevie Nicks. Why can I not think of it? I I can't give you the, the main guy's name because oh, Fleetwood. In... Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood oh, Mac. My God. Correct. And then there's one more. Um, think Machine Gun Kelly. 
Yeah, Machine Gun Kelly, but that's MGK, not MAC. Is that type of laptop? A Mac? Think, think, no, we don't trust those. Think Machine Gun Kelly. This guy, it's technically, there's also MACK, but I guess... I guess it 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 brings to the question: Can do we amend it to where it's still? Oh, actually, no. We 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 sort of amended this to keep him on the list. It's a guy. Think Machine Gun Kelly, douchebag white rapper. Douchebag white rapper. That Bernie with, Mac. That How is Bernie? Mac. You just you cut out, and he's gone. Somehow broke his microphone. Uh, awesome. So this will just be the Matt show from now on. Yeah, I think he broke his microphone. So yeah, the, see, this is why I wanted to talk about this on the podcast. There's a super obvious one. Bernie Mac's got to be added to the list now. Nope, you're 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 muted. So unmute yourself. Maybe I can unmute you. No, there you go. Are you back? Nope. You how did you manage to break your fucking microphone? Wow. Wait, I just heard you. Are we back now? What did you do? When I was so upset about how was Bernie Mac not in there, I literally elbowed the microphone and it went flying. So Bernie Mac, I have to I have to remember this because Bernie Mac absolutely is on the list. But how have you not gotten this? It's, it's like one of the fucking stupidest white rappers out there. His name is Mac. You listen to this garbage. I've never heard of him. Yes, you have. Like when you think of white rappers, it's like Eminem, Machine Gun Kelly, and this fucking guy. I've never heard of any rapper named Mac. Legitimately, I've never heard of him. Yes, you have. He think, sings Thrift Shop. Oh, Macklemore. Fucking idiot. Mackle, that's Macklemore. No, he never. Oh, come on. That's bullshit. His name starts with M-A-C. That's why it's on the board it says Clamore. That's like saying MacGyver's not on there. Because his name is not pronounced MacGyver. Okay, that's that's a fair point. That's a fair point. You've never heard of this white rapper. I honestly so, thought the rapper was named Mac. That's why I was like, I've never heard of this guy. So I think Macklemore can stay because you can keep him as Clamore on the list, but you can't really have Return of the Mac. I feel like that has to be deleted and Bernie Mac needs to be added. Put Bernie Mac on the list. Do you have Bernie any Mac other is NAC, right? Yeah. Do you have any other Macs? Because we said we don't trust MacBooks because we don't we use PCs at work, so we decided not to put that on the list. But Bernie absolutely has to be on the list. If you have any females in the office, they're going to say Mac Cosmetics. Uh, there's actually a couple of females who have helped us with the board, and nobody has mentioned that. Oh, that's a that's disappointing. so I don't they're know probably, if it's a uh, is it a probably uh, we're in Clinique. Is it a Ramey work store specific brand? No, they have their own stores. I don't know if we sell. We sell clothing. I don't know if we have any. We might have perfume. I never go on the sales floor. Mac Cosmetics so, was founded in 1984. They're part of Estee Lauder. Eh. So they're owned by Estee Lauder. But do, I don't trust them. I'm more of a uh, fucking Dior guy. Wow. Pulled that out of my ass from some. I'm sure there's some commercial with somebody on it. So we have Big Mac, Mac Miller, Mac and Cheese, Clamore, Fleetwood, and Guyver. We have to get rid of Return of the and add Bernie. At least I other... helped. I, I took off yeah. one and depressed and depressed you, but at least I added Bernie Mac. You know, Ocean's fourteen minus one so, says he's dead. So R.I.P. So we have to put Bernie Mac. Bless up because he's dead. Are there any other Macs out there? 
Because there's there's got to be like a hundred other Macs that we're just not thinking of. Like MacBook was the big one, but we decided not to put it on there because we don't use Macs. Well, Mac Jones would fuck him. We established fuck fuck. Don't Mac trust Jones. him. Nope. Nobody's Patriots fans here. What about Macy's? M A C. Why apostrophe? I mean, kind of, but they employ. What a, what, what about Macbeth? Do you trust Macbeth? I mean, it was a good Shakespearean play. What about Macintosh, like the Apple? Like an he, actual Apple, he, a Macintosh Apple? Christian said that, and I was like, if we're not putting the computer on there, we're not putting the apples. So What about on. Machu Picchu or Macau? No, I have to put, hold on, Bernie Mac. Um, you said Macintosh. What was the other one you said? Was there another one that I thought was okay? I have, there's, I'm, my head is... You got Bernie Mac. Because I'm so depressed that Return of That has to be taken off. Mac and cheese is already on there. Yeah. Like, McDonald's doesn't work because it's MC. I can't think of this. This is going to be just a, if you ever think of fun. I'm going to have to think Just of text any, if you ever come across any other Macs. Like, I don't even know how to Google search it. I was just like, words that start with Mac, people, Macs, people. People with the name Mac. Mac Davis, Mac Thornberry, Mac McNally, Mac... I don't know any of these people. Mac Lethal? Who the fuck is that? The hell is a Mac Lethal? Is that Jay's dad? <laughs> Who is the most famous Mac in the world? Ranker. Miller is number one. Uh, Mac DeMarco, I don't know who you are. I don't know you. No, don't know you. It has to be... It can't just be like a guy that... Yeah, maybe I know him, but it has to be somebody you trust. Somebody who's popular. People would know. Like, I'm not going to put Mac Danzig on there. Time out. Bernie Mac wasn't even his real name. Oh, speaking of that, did you know Sylvester Stallone is not his, that's not his real first name? I feel like an idiot for not knowing that. I feel like I did know that, but I don't know what his first name is. Which, first of all, before you tell me that, Bernie Mac was his stage name. His birth name was Bernard Jeffrey McCullough. That's a weird, that sounds like, I feel like, that sounds like a white guy. And Stallone, Stallone is Michael Sylvester Gardenzio Stallone. He's a Michael. Like, what? The whole world, everything is a lie. Is his brother Frank really named Frank? You look that up, because that's a good question. Francesco. It's Francesco. It's close. Francesco Stallone Jr. I'm just angry that I can't think of any more Max. But now Return of It has to be gone. And then added Bernie Mac. I don't think I realized that um, Sylvester Stallone's kid died. Oh, that, yeah, that was a while ago, wasn't it? A decade. Sage. Oh, yeah. All right, let me text him. Huge Mac news. Um, discussion on the pod. All right, so that's good. Now, we, we, we're we still at seven, though, right? Because we took one off and we added yes. one? Oh, it's depressing because Return of the is so good. Because originally, they would write the whole phrase, like, Big Mac. And I was like, no, it's funnier if you just write the part without the Mac. So it says Big Miller and Cheese Return of a Clamore Fleetwood and Giver. It's like a fucking law firm. Oh <laughs> Fleetwood my God. Giver and Mac. All right. So we're still at seven because we had Mac trucks on there, but that's M A C K also. So we took that off. I didn't realize Mac truck was M A C K. Yeah. I guess whoever wrote that didn't either. All right. So that's Appreciate depressing. That. So, um, do you want to give well, us? It's, the... it's better than depressing though, because I mean, you had to take off Return of the, but you just look at the Ed Bernie Mac. Yeah, well, Bernie I, Mac. I know, but it's like Mr. Return 3, of the was such a good one, Mister. I don't think I ever saw that movie. 
Um, but uh, spoiler we have... alert: he doesn't get his three thousandth hit. Does he not? No. Really? Well, he gets his three thousandth hit, retires immediately. Well, yeah, no, and they then take... they take it, away, and then he ends but up he, never he getting has... it. That really? The yeah. whole point of the movie would be for him to get it. I, I would not. I will buy that movie just to piss on it for that. That's <laughs> fucking dumb. The whole point is that he comes back. Should have been classic movie where he gets it in his last at bat. I do. I do kind of appreciate that he doesn't get it. Which well, it was is like hilarious. 15 years later when they took the hit away from him to have him give him 29.99, which is also just like so unbelievably not possible. Like I think there's a there's got to be a limitation on fucking like was it the next day they review it? Like I know they do that for errors and stuff. But like, how uh, did they explain why they were taken away? Especially three of them. They they did. I forgot the reason why though. I'd have to rewatch the movie, and I'm not going to subject myself to that. It was a pretty terrible movie. I feel like you and Jillian should watch that. Remember, he's uh, Brian's telling Jillian how to put the fucking <laughs> you have Mister Three Thousand to be facing up and seeing you. Okay, we'll plug it in. That that yeah, that I could just rant about that now. Not only do they take away three fucking hits, he doesn't even does he get how many hits does he get? Like two more. I don't remember if they took away three. Maybe it was only one hit they took away. No, I, I feel like can you now you have to look it up. All right, I'll look it up because I I feel like I remember that they took multiple hits away, which is even more ridiculous. But you think even fifteen years later he could run into one fucking hit, especially being a professional ball player. Angela Bassett was in that movie. She's like a legit actress. What the hell did you do to your life, lady? It proved. God, fucking work emails. So yeah, they did. They took away uh, due to a clerical error. He retired with two thousand nine hundred ninety-seven hits error. instead of three thousand. So the fucking uh, the official score on one base hit gave him fucking nine. Like get the fuck out of here. The, the error also partially hits. contributes to him not being voted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Fuck off. I'm sorry, you didn't reach the three thousand hit threshold. Two two thousand nine hundred ninety-seven. Not good enough. Oh, he uh, ended up. He actually does get two hits, so he finishes with two thousand one hundred ninety-nine. Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen that movie, if he, uh, I mean, if this was real, you play until you get that other hit. Like you don't fucking. Re- I mean, what's a one other year? Come on. Yeah, he, he it says that he returned to the game at the age of forty-seven to get three more hits. So he had his whole like marketing thing called Mister Three Thousand. So then at the end of the movie, he changes it to Mister Two Thousand Nine Hundred Ninety-Nine. And then he, he ends the fucking movie with an ice cream shop truck saying 2,999 possible combinations. Awful. Yeah, but was that even true? No. There's no way there's that many. What are you fucking throwing fish in there and stuff? Chocolate ice cream and fucking anchovies? All right, so uh, I'm just going to ask you this right now. What do you think the uh, Rotten Tomato score was for it? Percentage? Yeah. 47. Higher. Wow, 53. A little bit higher. 56. Ooh, a little lower. 55. 55. It also, what do you think it grossed? It was a $30 million budget. That was probably like, I can't be 100. I, I really hope it's not. I'm going to say like 87. 28, or 21.8 million. Ooh, so it was a huge bomb. It said it took in over $8 million on its opening weekend. In all, it took in $21.81 million in the U.S. and Canada and a further $28,000 when it was released in Spain. Why even release it in Spain? That's so random. Was it like two theaters for like a day? Oh, my God. All right, so he's dead. Speaking of dead, we have to give me the unusual death follow-up followed by the news that uh, Gilbert Gottfried. I just went on TMZ to see if there was any stories to talk about today, and that was the first thing. He died. They announced it around like noon. 
Awful. And when I looked it up, it said he battled a long illness. I didn't even know he was he was sick. Well, same with Norm Macdonald. They don't tell that us. Same with what's his face. Um, oh God. Why? What the fuck is his name? I have to figure it out on my own because it's disrespectful. I don't know who it is. Uh, yeah, I'm not even because you're gonna say his name immediately, and I'm it's pissing me off. If you say what it is, I won't say his name immediately. If I can think of it, no, because I it's think I can. Pissing me off, Chadwick Boseman. Oh, he yeah, had yeah, cancer. Yeah. Nobody had cancer for years. Fucking awful. Way too many people. All right, what was the? Uh, was there? A, I don't even remember what it was. I don't. Of course you don't. So it was from 2016. Is it where uh, a bunch of people called, died? It was just called ten people. Um, ten in people. Mel- Melbourne, Australia. The uh, death of ten asthmatic people who succumbed to respiratory failure because the wind distributed pollen and all this bullshit. So I looked into it. Oh yeah. So. I found an article on it saying that the deaths of 10 people following the mass asthma event that hit Melbourne in 2016 would probably not have been prevented even if ambulances were dispatched faster, the coroner, the coroner's uh, report had said. The people that passed away died in a, as little as 15 minutes of respiratory failure from the asthma attack. Mm. It's apparently uh, called... Thunderstorm asthma. Interesting. I had never heard of this before. Uh, So thunderstorm asthma is the triggering of an asthma attack by environmental conditions directly caused by a thunderstorm by pollen grains absorbing moisture and then bursting into smaller fragments more easily dispersed by the wind, which then get inhaled and go right into your lungs. So I found a history of a few other occurrences of this happening. So it happened in Birmingham, England in 1983. And then Melbourne, Birmingham, Alabama the next year. You wish. Uh, Melbourne, Australia in 1987, 1989, 2010, and then 2016. London, England in 1994. Wagga Wagga, Australia in 1997. I want to move there. Uh, Naples, Italy in 2004. Avaz, Iran in two. People died in all these cases? They did not die. Oh. Um, Riyadh, Saudi Arabia in 2016. You think that was because the WWE went over there? It could have been. It could have been. Uh, so they said that it's been found that 95% of those affected by thunderstorm asthma have a history of hay fever and 96% tested positive to grass pollen allergies. So the 10 people that died, uh, let's see, the ages were 18, 20, 35, 37, 47, 48, 49, 57, 29 and 46. I've, I've never heard of this, this phenomenon. It's, it's insane. That's crazy. And apparently it happens in Melbourne, Australia, like four fucking times in the last 30 years. So don't go to Melbourne, Australia. Especially if you have asthma. Yeah. Jesus. Did you know that, uh, Gilbert Godfrey was, Godfrey was 32 in Beverly Hills cop. I did not. That was only like his fifth role. And then it, was that one, two, three, four? Beverly Hills Cop Two was his fifth acting role. Was it before or after Problem Child, which is what I remember him the most from? That, Mr. Peabody. That was three years later. Wow. He was also wasn't he also Iago, uh, the parrot in um, Aladdin? He was in Aladdin, Problem Child Two. He was in all some, the. He was even in the Problem Child TV show. Some episodes of Night Court. Love that guy. Let's see. His voice was so annoying, though. Yeah, it's gotta suck to have that voice. And oh, like imagine God. if he wasn't famous. 
Oh, probably killed himself. He was in the Saved by the Bell uh, wedding TV movie. He really hasn't been in that much. He's been mostly a comedian. He had like guest I spots on TV. I don't shows really know like, like a lot of his. Stand- I don't. I've never heard a single one of his stand up. He was in an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. He was in some Did Wings. You? I watched these shows and I don't remember him in these shows. The Twisted Tales of Felix the Cat, who everybody remembers. Oh yeah, obviously Felix. Uh, in the house, which was a, apparently a TV show, not to be confused with In Your House. Duckman, the Weird Al show. Wow. Obviously SNL. He was in, one of the voices uh, in Doctor Doolittle. Interesting. A bunch of Aladdin shit. He was in Clerks, the TV. I didn't even know there was a Clerks TV series. They make okay. TV series for movies that you just never realize yeah. they ever existed. Celebrity Deathmatch. Goddamn Crank Anchors. God, I miss Celebrity Deathmatch. Oh, that was such a great show. College Humor Originals. Mr. Elbow? The fuck? Mr. Elbow? That's who he was in one of the College Humor's originals. I gotta find Mr. that. Mr. Elbow. Oh, okay. The Jim Gaffigan show. Why would that Jim ever be a Jim Gaffigan show? had a show? The Jim, Jim Gaffigan show. The tagline is, come watch the terribleness together. Is that really the tagline? No, because, but he sucks, <laughs> so it's believable. You fucking fell for that. I believed it. The watch the terribleness together. That's what our podcast slogan should be. <laughs> This, that rant. Watch the terribleness together. Uh, all right. So, R.I.P. Gilbert. That fucking blows. We're losing way too many people. Bob Saget only died like, what, a month ago? It's been like two months. Like, what the fuck? So, Randy texted me another question. All right, what do we got, Randy? I'll give you a million dollars if you can guess what question he asked. Would never happen. <laughs> Just take a guess. It has to do with anal. Does it really? No. Randy's Randy's a PG guy. Not even PG-13. He's a PG. Okay. He asked, question for the podcast. If you and Raimi, now I don't know if this is us together or just individually. If you and Raimi could be in any two movies, what would they be and why? Ghostbusters, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Not even even, like Ghostbusters, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hands down. You froze. That's not good. My back? Oh, that's not good. Damn it. Yeah, you're back. Did you hear my answer? I heard Ghostbusters and Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that's it. Hands down, not even like not even a second guess for me. Ghostbusters and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, but why? Uh both of those are two of my favorite movies. I would still dress up like a Ghostbuster today yeah, but, if it was morally acceptable. But you you can't be one of the ghosts. You're just in the movie. So you Yeah, be- I would love to be in the movie. I'd probably get murdered by a ghost. It'd be fantastic. I wonder if he means like, because I took it as like, that's your real life. You're just you're in the movie. That's your life. That'd Maybe so he means cool. like being I'd be part freaking of going to every pizza joint trying to find a teen, teenage mutant ninja turtle. Then they don't go to pizza joints. They have them delivered. Yeah, well, you know, a couple times they actually got them, and they were. You'd have to. Like, you'd have to uh, be a pizza delivery boy and hope. Fucking Michelangelo orders special delivery. I don't. I don't know. Cause let's see. Now, you, so you're living in New York in the '80s in Ghostbusters, and you're living in New York in the '90s for uh, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Not basically. exactly the safest. What movie would I be in? I'd be raped and murdered within a day. Cause like I just be, I be guess, careful choosing like an action movie because you're gonna die. Maybe in a if you can. Attack. I mean, you can interpret this many ways. Maybe you can be in the movie as the star of the movie. I would still choose Ghostbusters and Ninja Turtles. Then I would choose to be somebody who's rich like fucking give me like a 
Isn't there a great Gatsby movie? Isn't one of those assholes rich? Yeah, leave me one of him. But if like if I could be in an action movie. Last action hero. The first thing that came to mind was fucking basketball. So I can just fucking like play basketball and be rich off winning Denslow cups. But like. What? It's such an easy question, but it's like there's six billion movies. What I feel like you would choose an Arnold movie. I don't know. He'd fucking kill. I mean, I could be one of the henchmen that dies. I'll be one of the guys just get murdered on the plane. Yeah, I'll be one of the I'll be James Conn from a racer and just die at the end. So Why like, don't you be wh- Steven Seagal from Executive Decision? <laughs> uh, that's a quick painless. Well, that's a, not a quick painless death. He probably didn't die until he hit the ground. So that's, that's kind true. of a rough death. What movie would I fucking be in? I'm going to spend an re- unnecessary amount of time trying to figure this out because I have no idea. Hey, I answered mine pretty quick. Like I didn't even hesitate. Yeah, but those are just your favorite movies. Like, wouldn't you want to be like in Bill and Ted and be fucking Death? Bill and hang out with Ted? Because Ted's um, Keanu, right? Or is he Bill? Uh, no, he's Ted. He's Ted. Ted so Jared I'd be, I'd be Bill. Bill so I get Espresso and Esquire. You don't know so, their names from the movie? Come on. So I get to hang out. I've never seen the movies. I've only seen parts of them. Because they're not, they're not like good movies. Especially the second one was like supposed to be awful. I actually liked the second one better than the first one. And did the third one ever come out? Yeah, it did. Yeah, never saw that. Never saw I also it. just yeah. realized I never saw the newest Terminator, which came Where out like a new two, two years ago with Linda Hamilton. I completely forgot that existed. Didn't even know that existed. I feel like that would be fun to be in fucking Terminator movie. But if you're in the movie, odds are you're gonna die. But like, there's so many. I don't know why there's so many ways to interpret this. I'm, I just interpret it as like I'm in the movie, but I don't know it's a movie. Like it's last action hero. It's just the it's the the the. So like, I wouldn't want to play Edward Furlong and like think I'm gonna die. It's true. But I'd probably pick a movie. What's a movie where there's just like maybe I'd, I'd be fucking Batman. Like he's a fucking rich idiot, and then you could be Batman, but I'd be much less Batman. I'd just be Bruce Wayne. Which Fuck version Brian. of Batman? The Christian Ben Affleck, Bale. the Val Kimmer, George, George Christian Bale. Okay, just making sure. Michael Keaton wouldn't be a bad option either. Yeah, but then I'd have to be in the like late 80s, early 90s. I want to be in <laughs> modern times where Christian Bale. Okay, that's fair enough. And he's like, he's not as dark as Robert Pattinson. So I feel Did like. You ever, do you ever watch that movie? No, I'm waiting for it to come on HBO. Which, what, just, we're a week away? I think a week from today. I have no right? desire to go to the movies for some reason, even though I really love Batman. So uh, Batman would be cool. So basketball and Batman. I guess I'll pick basketball or Dumb and Dumber kind of sound, sounds kind of fun. You just go through life not knowing anything, being so naive and fucking stupid. But I'll go with basketball because I want to win a Denslow Cup really badly. And then Batman, but I get to be Batman. Randy, keep the questions coming. That was pretty good. That was a good question. Oh, God. So uh, you, I got some candy f- to taste while you're tasting your drink. Yeah, so I looked up this... Uh... I'm just impressed that I actually remembered it. So it says new. It's simple 7-Up. Which is not in stores, by the way, yet. It is their way of trying to simplify their recipe and be transparent about the ingredients. So there's only six ingredients. The only problem is 7-Up with all their ingredients is like not even close to... I don't understand how they can't get this right. Like Pepsi does great, but they cannot get lemon-lime soda down. It's just not good. Is so this the, from the, is this Pepsi or is Pepsi Sierra Mist? Like I who makes seven up? I think is Pepsi this Dr. Sierra Pepper? The Dr. Know. Pepper company? So look that up while I'm reading these ingredients. So the six ingredients to so be transparent about what's in it. 
carbonated water, sugar, citric acid, lemon extract, lime extract, and stevia leaf extract. Yeah, it's Dr. the Dr. Pepper. Because I know Sprite is number one far and away. The 7-Up is a distant second, and then Sierra Mist is just trash. It has 28 grams of sugar in it still. So we're gonna we're gonna try it. So I got this, which is a super roll. Is it warm? Oh, it's cold, but it's awful. It's like a, it's like if you literally put squeezed like lime extract or lemon extract into carbonated water. That's exactly what this tastes like. It's just so overly lemony and limey. It's disgusting. And then I have the timeout wafer, so we need to take a timeout. Nope, can't do it. That's awful. That's awful. Give it up, step it up. Give it up. I have to. Uh, I have to try it to confirm that it's not actually that awful. It's. it's but regular it's so seven up. Regular seven up. Sweet. Regular seven up isn't even that good. So I, I don't know why they think this would be good. It's so sweet. So this I, looks like God. hazelnut. Yes, yeah, it's called the super roll. So let's go. Awful. This is hazelnut. I don't know. I I don't know what the the American version of this is, but we see these all the time. Yes. I know exactly what, like, I like those, the American yeah. version. That's good. Yeah. So that's just the, uh, I think this was UK. Where was this one from? One of these, that one's Turkey, I think. The, uh, the time, the time out wafer is from the UK. It's, it's from a the UK. Ripple of chocolate sifting between layers of wafer dipped in delicious Cadbury milk chocolate. A ripple of chocolate sifting? Or fisting. You wish it was fisting. Let's try the timeout wafer. Who comes up with the names? Timeout. I guess you're like taking a timeout from your day to enjoy a nice wafer. I mean, maybe. I wonder what the why that is the the tagline. Yeah, this is very good. It it almost looks like a Kit Kat. It's not as crunchy. Like when you bite into a Kit Kat, the chocolate is harder. This is softer, but this is, yeah, this is really good. It's that milk chocolate, baby. So we're going to take a timeout while I finish this. What are we supposed to talk about next? Oh, you can tell your weird news story while I'm uh, while I'm eating this. All right, so the, the weird news story I found, Kate and I were listening to a podcast, and they talked about this. It was recent. It happened uh, about two weeks ago. So it was a 311 complaint, where and the complaint was labeled as litter. Litter at 36 Hancock Street. I'm going to read you what that complaint is. There's a severed human penis on the ground in the vicinity of 34 Hancock Street. No pun intended. God, they found my penis. Please send someone to remove before a dog picks it up thinking it is a chew toy. Thank you. Just get a fucking tissue. So this is the the case of the mysterious severed penis. So found a news article on it. Uh, is Is this in Germany with fucking Armin Maiwees? This was escape? actually Boston, Massachusetts. Those guys don't have penises there. So the news article says a severed penis was located on Hancock Street on Wednesday. The penis was found around 7.30 a.m. Take a second appeared... to just appreciate the fact that the severed penis was found on Hancock Street. Yeah, which no pun intended. No pun intended. That's amazing. Um, so it was found around 7.30 a.m. and appeared to have been left out in the open for many hours. Ugh. Must have been wrinkly. Police followed the blood trail to a nearby address where they found a bleeding man who, in addition to removing his own penis... BME Pan Olympics. 
had also stabbed himself several times. EMS took him to a local hospital and police declined to comment because it involved a emotionally disturbed individual and was not labeled as a crime. So I have questions. You can't comment? Because he was emotionally disturbed. They didn't arrest him for anything. So you can't like, t- talk about anything? Yeah, we found so, a severed penis. Like, like, he chopped off his dick on the street and just like bloop, left it there. Or he chopped it off somewhere and then, well, he had to have probably been in the street, but why wouldn't you just do it at home? And then they followed the trail of blood. How much blood is that leaving, first of all? That you follow could follow a trail of blood. And then he stabbed... I'm guessing he stabbed himself several times on the street as well. And that's how they found the trail of blood. They but followed he, uh, the trail of pee to victory. He only so. cut off the shaft, not the balls. Well, they said... Yeah. I mean, I guess balls are not considered part of your penis. So if you if you actually Googled that, um, there are graphic images. They actually show images of the severed member... Hey, listen, and, we can't we can't talk about it, what happened, but I can show you the penis. Yeah, they, they can show the picture. It it literally looked like a dried My up. Google hot dog. search history is going to be fucking disgusting. Just do Boston, Boston Massachusetts severed. severed penis. First picture is of you, actually. Oh man! Warning: very graphic images. Let me see. And the, you're going uh, to see. It's actually going to be. I can a already see it the... through the fucking pixelation, and then oh, it's a black penis. Right? Yeah. That was a black guy. Well, he probably cut it off because it doesn't even look that big. I mean, it's triple the size of mine, but he was probably so distraught how small it was compared to most black guys. So, yeah, like I when I heard that, I was like, what the actual fuck? Kate and I were driving to our niece's christening when we heard that. I'm like, well, I need to remember to look this up for the pod. Litter at 36 Hancock Street. An actual survey. I can't make the image bigger because I want to zoom in on the penis. Why do you want to zoom in on it? Maybe I could buy it and attach it to my own penis and make it I'm like, gu- I'm guessing... like super penis. So I have like many questions about, you know, why did he chop it off in the middle of the road? All these things. It was obviously left out so they couldn't reattach it. How does he pee now? You have to have like a colostomy bag or some shit like shoved like, in. Oh, like, oh, my God. What kind of Look, knife did he use? Like, was it like a really sharp one? Like, boom, one swoop, it's gone? Or do you have to saw no, it? No, there's no way. It looks like it looks like it was fucking a hack job. It was like a oh. serrated knife. He's sitting there just sawing. Did, I'm almost done, honey. Where did he stab himself? It, they didn't say. I'm guessing like in the torso mid-section Sounds region. like something Artie Lang would have done on drugs. Like when he stabbed himself and then like drank bleach. Uh, somebody so call Armin Ryby's. When when I heard that, I was like, I need to I need to share this because it, it's just it's crazy to me. Severed penis. I've been emotionally distraught, but that's like one thing. Like the, that's like the last thing I would I'd kill myself before I severed my own penis. Because then, like, obviously, be you're living the rest of your life uncomfortable. I'm surprised that like there's no there's got to be some sort of surgery where they can like attach a penis of some kind. Probably a pigs, elephants, or I don't even know. Like, because obviously the one that he had, they can't reattach because it was out in the open for way too long, and it wasn't like on ice or anything. Like, I see. It's considered in cases where the urethra cannot be repaired to allow voiding through the end of the penis. Male urinates in a seated position, so I guess it just comes out. He pees like a woman, essentially. The good part, you know, it gets a little bit extra rest. You got to go pee. Just take a take a load off. Sit down. That's Do you think, a, like, you know how sometimes when somebody has that's like a, a that's a question on Quora. If a male cut off his penis, 
How would he urinate? Do you think it's the guy that actually did it that put the question in? Stephen, that's from when was it? When did this happen? Uh, two weeks ago. It's f- Wait, hold on. Somebody answered the question today. Former retired public servant. He can do one of two things. He can get a penile transplant from a donor cadaver. Could you imagine having a dead guy's penis? Oh, that's better than nothing. And surgeons can attach it to all the underlying structures. Or two, he can have a uh, facsimile penis made from skin of his foreskin. And surgeons can uh, route the urethra through it. Oh, God. Nope. Sounds awful. Nope. Although I guess anything's better than not having a penis. That's true. And you know how like sometimes you hear like somebody had like their, they lost part of their leg, but they can still sometimes like feel like it was there. It's fantastic. This guy's going to feel like his dick is still there. I wonder, you probably get aroused. You probably have a phantom boner. That's the name of the episode. If we had one phantom boner, because that's gotta be a thing. Because like mine's so small that like, I forget that like there's anything there. So that's kind of like a phantom boner, but like, he, I bet you he has that now for the rest of his life. When he sees like a hot guy or a hot chick, he's like, yeah, oh, that's right. Nothing's down there. <laughs> it's like Qu- Quagmire got his dick bit off by the shark. And he got his his dad's old penis transferred. So I'm that's surprised. True. I'm surprised they couldn't uh, they couldn't save this. I guess it wasn't put on ice. Yeah, because I mean, it was out. It was out there for several hours. Oh, my God. I, I just can't imagine calling. What's three one one like non-emergency? Yeah. Just imagine. Hello, dispatch. Yeah, we got a severed penis, and just like, what? Where is uh, it? On Hancock Street. This okay, is now, you're not just, now, a joke. now you're just now you're just fucking with me. Oh God. Like I can only imagine like walking down the street, like walking. Oh, look, a severed penis. What the fuck? And then the, why not just – you don't have to explain anymore. It's a severed penis. And you'd be like, I don't want a dog to get it. <laughs> I think it's a chew toy. God forbid like a fucking person walks by it and like steps on it. It's like, oh, I got severed penis on my shoe. God. Did they say how old he was? I no. It wasn't. They didn't release his name or anything. Damn. That's disgusting. Uh, speaking of disgusting, now you can finally explain to me what the fuck exactly NHL escrow is because I know it's bad and I know the players hate it. All right, so NHL escrow. So essentially, the NHL salary cap is based on expected hockey related revenues, which they call HRR for that specific season. So every June, the owners and the NHL Players Association decide the salary cap based on this projected hockey-related revenue. The two sides generally project growth, not a loss, so then the salary cap rises without a guarantee that revenues actually will rise. So owners 100% like control the business of this. Per the last CBA in 2012, the players... Didn't they lose a full season? No, that was the 04 season. They lost half a season. This was when... I'm convinced they knew Gary Bettman knew that there would had to be a deal by a certain deadline where they could play half a season. So they didn't negotiate at all until the absolute last minute that they could get a deal done to have half a season. I'm convinced they did that on purpose. Almost just, like it was like a half a Manfred. Yeah, basically he was just, he was doing, although Manfred would have, you think the hockey of all fucking leagues would have been like, we just lost a season like a decade earlier. We can't do that shit again. And that's why they, they did that. They were like, we're not going to, Obviously, they didn't say this, but they were clearly like, all right, we'll negotiate at the last minute and get a deal done for half a season, try to get them to give in to 
play a full season. And the players got, ended up getting fucked, which you're about to tell us. Yep. So per that last CBA, the players and owners share revenues 50-50. But the players' salaries are fixed while the revenues and the salary cap fluctuate annually based on what they project to be revenues. So to balance the equation, escrow is created. Legally, escrow is an account held by a third party for legal distribution after a matter has been resolved. So every year, the players place a predetermined amount of their salary into the escrow account based on league revenue projections. I don't, I just, I don't really understand the point of it. So it's, so it's not like they're getting, it's not like they're putting part of the revenue in escrow. They're putting part of their own salary. So yes. if you make $8 million a year, you're putting a portion of that in escrow. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get to that. So it, this changes every year based on the salary cap. So in 2018, 2019, the owners and players projected revenues and they set oh, the salary cap. Fuck. This has been saying severed penis the whole time. This is like this is like a severed penis. Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much. Um, Oops. <laughs> so they set the salary cap in 2018-2019 at 79 and a half million. However, revenues fell well short of the hoped gains despite Gary Bettman's proclamation we're having healthy growth. What year so, was this? This was 2018-2019, so pre-pandemic. Oh, Pre-COVID, yeah. So to balance the players and owners 50-50 split of revenues, because remember, they split revenues 50-50, the escrow money is given to the side, which is short of their 50-50 take. But the owners are never going to be short. Exactly. So if the owners were short by $1, that dollar would come from the escrow account and the remainder given back to the players. It just so happens that every year, the owners get most or all of that escrow because they're the ones projecting the revenues. So they're taking – so the, if it falls short of a projection, they're taking away some of the player's salary? Yes. That's horrific. Why? Oh, it, it gets better. It gets better. So as part of the five-year CBA agreement and the NHL return to play that the two sides signed in June of 2020 – so this was during pandemic to return to play for the, you know, the next season or to, to finish that season. The players agreed to a 20% escrow which declined to 6% in the CBA's final years. What was it originally? Usually in the 10, 11% range. So in 2019, 2020, the escrow was 10%. The players absolutely hate the escrow and it was the primary contention for the new CBA. For this current season that we're in right now, the NHL set the escrow on a player's, on player's contract at 17.2%. Jesus, you're losing almost 20% of your salary? That's in line with projections for the season, which were estimated between 14 and 18%. So the league set escrow, which is the amount that the league pulls back from a player contract to even out that split of hockey revenue. So it means, like you just said, NHL players will have 17.2% of each paycheck held in escrow, and it will be used to pay back close to the $1 billion in debt players have to owners. How do they have fucking debt? Because of the pandemic shortened seasons and all that. That's not there. That's so ridiculous that that's fucking there. They but, have I guess, to pay it. but I guess it makes sense because the owners aren't making any money at that for that season. So they they would have to pay it. But like, imagine if it's just a shitty season where like nobody watches hockey, nobody goes to games and they're paying a certain percentage of their salary. But I guess also if it, if the projections hit, they don't, they get all the money back. But they never hit because the NHL always overshoots what they projected it to be. So then they end up still losing and then they get the money back. 
So I, I don't under I don't understand. It's not like they, I feel like escrow should be a thing if the owners were like losing money. But you're telling me we're going to project for 100 million. We're only going to make 90 million, so we're going to take 10 from the players. Yep, that's ridiculous. So in simpler terms, a one million dollar salary this season is really worth 830 thousand dollars. The majority of NHL players make much, much, much less than that. So those escrow payments are absolutely killing them. Is it the majority though? A, a large majority make less than that. How? But that's like a lot of rookies. Yeah. Like so, anybody off an entry level contract is making way more than a million dollars. But you're still losing a big chunk of that money. No. Yeah. Yeah. In normal years, the revenues rise and fall based on the owner's business decisions. Players address their employees. This is why teams invent revenue sources like reverse retro jerseys, but the players share the burden of the success or failure of those decisions that they have no part in. Sorry we lost our money because you made a terrible fucking decision. Yep. So that is NHL escrow, and it is, it's fucking worse than I actually thought it would be. It's awful. But unlike MLB, they, they at least see the owner's revenue. That's MLB, true. they don't even know what they make. And that's why the fucking, they don't want a salary cap. They don't want to open up the fucking books to the players. Well, like the, I said, to see you how Alex, exactly how much money they're fucking making. The Orioles have like a $39 million payroll this year. They're not trying to win. They've been trying to tank for, you know, years. They've lost a hundred plus games. How many years in a row? And they're getting billions of dollars to reinvest into their stadium, to renovate and all these things, which how are does, publicly funded money. How exactly does revenue sharing work? What do you mean? Like a team like the Indians, I'm sure, are going to get revenue sharing. Like because what? They don't have as many fans come to the games as the Yankees, Red Sox, Mets, like that? Like why are they getting money? Especially when they don't spend it. It's based on profit, sales, like they're – Like that shouldn't exist. It's stupid. Like if you're – I don't even – I don't think – and even the shittiest teams. I'm sure the Orioles aren't even losing money. Especially with a shitty payroll like that. I think no way the only team money. that was losing money was the Marlins. How do you fucking manage to be so bad that you're losing money? Even a bad team, I'd still go out and watch a game occasionally. But like, I just, it's ridiculous that like you're going to have a $30 million payroll by choice and you're, you're going to get money. Fuck out of here. It's, it's an absolute like, joke. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening. That's a, uh, that's it for the podcast. <laughs> The only thing we have left on tap is... You should family. have left it a severed penis. <laughs> oh, if, uh, if only that episode of Family Guy was on um, on season five. Let me pull this up. Been looking forward to doing this for a while. Decent season. Season five, Family Guy. We're going to rank the episodes. Amigo, the fuck are you? Wikipedia. All right. Are you ready? Yep. How, we, how do you want to do this? Whoa, 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 whoa. Delete all that. I already made a column for it. Scroll over. Yeah. So we only need the top five, but we can rank them all for now. So there's only 18 episodes, I believe. Yeah, so it's only 18. So, all right. Number one, Stewie Loves Lois. How was that season? Yeah, this it's like so many of these episodes are like early. I, I I don't know if we keep doing this for every season, we're gonna eventually find the like the for lack of a better term, the jump the shark point. But like the early seasons, like when they came back, they're just on fire. Four, five, six, seven, eight, like all fucking great. 
and uh, even the first three are like it's it's very different, but the first three are also great. We should do that too. Rank the first three seasons. I don't know why we started with four. I guess because that's what I was watching. But uh, all right, so Stewie loves Lois. Cohog uh, succumbs to a flu epidemic. Vaccines are in short supply while att- attempting to receive one. Doctor Hartman, uh, Peter is informed that he needs a prostate exam. Okay, so it's the prostate exam one where <laughs> Doctor Hartman violates him. Uh, tries to sue the doctor, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, Stewie uh, is in love with Lois, as the title would say. she Because she rescues Rupert. That's right. Is that the step of my cubes? I bo- uh, No. That's different, right? I don't know. Because that's where she hit him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I forget what the whole line is, but yeah. Step of my cubes. All right, so Stewie loves Lois. I'm going to put that at number five right now. That was a joke because it can only be number one. Already in your head, no, it's going to be no. better episodes. All right, I'm trying to remember. I don't. I'm not good with episode titles, but number two was Mother Trucker. Any ideas? Because I don't. I'm not good with episode names. No. While attending the air show, the Griffins lose Stewie. So I believe is this fucking um, Weenie in the butt or uh, Dingo and the baby? Brian begins his radio career, so he's the lunch hour. And then yeah, Dingo and the baby. It's Dingo and the baby. Dingo and yeah. the baby. And then, um, and Peter's mom is mar- uh, dating Tom Tucker, and Peter beca- becomes his son. Dingo oh, and the baby. That's a great. Uh, fucking Gore Vidal actually was on that episode. The writer. I, th- I think Stewie Loves Lois is better. Oh, that that's like fucking so close. Stewie loves Lois is the main story is Peter and Dr. Hartman. And the other story is Stewie becomes obsessed with Lois because she saves his bear. Mother trucker is uh, Dingo and the baby. Are you sure probably... it's called mother trucker and not mother Tucker after Tom Tucker? Oh yeah. Tom Tucker's Tucker. dating his mom. Yeah. That's the, that's the pun motherfucker, mother Tucker, but the secondary story, or, or I guess it could be the first one. Dingo and the baby is better than anything. And Stewie loves Lois, but, I don't know if Tom and Thelma is that kind of hurts it. I think Stewie it was Lewis good. So. It was funny because Peter pretending like it's his fuck. He's a fucking like five year old. I, I would say probably Stewie loves Lois is slightly better. But Dingo and the baby is got to update the banner. Uh, somebody forgot to text me to do it. Doofus. You fucker. You told me to leave it a severed penis anyway. That's the best banner we could ever have. It should just be severed penis from now on. We'd get fucking banned from uh, StreamYard and um, Anchor. So we're severed going to Stewie Loves Lois, number one. Still? I would say so, yes. Okay, number three. Hell Comes to Quahog. I'm going to see if you can remember any of these because most of these I don't know. Just based off the title. Nope. So Peter forgets to pick up Meg from the skating rink. Um, and he buys her a tank, or he buys a tank with her money. This is Superstore USA, isn't it? Yes. yes. Oh, this is Superstore USA. Fuck. These are impossible to rank. Kohog begins to suffer from frequent power outages. Hey, isn't this Mr. Penisberg? Yes. So Mr. Penisberg, I quit. Uh, Meg looks for a job. She becomes, you know, she works at Superstore. Then Peter, protesting, gets a job at Superstore. And then Stewie and Brian destroy. I feel like that's... uh like one single storyline. There's yeah, no it's like very, it's real... very like inclusive. It's not like side stories or anything like that. Huh. Where do I rank that though? Because honestly, I think I put might put Mucker 
mucker, Mother Tucker third. But that has the best, most quotable stuff is Stewie and Brian Dingo and the baby. But I think Hell Comes to Quahog might just be a better episode. But it's like it's very close. It's not like Mother Tucker is fucking awful compared. So it's like no, it's like one A, one B, one C. I still think Stewie loves Lois is one. I would have Hell Comes to Quahog, Quahog two, and then Mother Tucker three. Yeah, I'm gonna have to, but I could see I could put Hell Comes to Quahog at one also. But I think the prostate exam and Peter feeling like he got violated, plus Stewie actually likes Lois. I, I think I'm gonna go one, two, three, in the the order it was in. Oh, the uh, next episode was written by Cherry Chiba Parvadamrong. Love that name. Let's actually say in one episode. Uh, it was called Saving Private Brian. Brian joins the army, or Chris joins the army, but then Brian and Stewie both do, and then... Oh. Chris decides he wants to join the United States Army. Um, uh, Brian stops into the recruitment office, and they ended up, yeah, they end up going to Fraggly Rock. What's the other story in that? Peter gets Chris, uh, oh, in the gothic band, and they meet Marilyn Manson. Yep. And then at the end, they shoot each other in the foot. They have to go to Iraq, and then they're like, democracy's kicked in. It might That might have the best line in any of the episodes so far when they start making out, and Stewie goes, I think it's Stewie. He goes, look how gay we are with our gayness. And they, they don't kick you out. And it's like, yeah, we take whatever we can get. We have two dead guys guarding guard the armory. So, oh, is that a better episode than... Is that better than Stewie Loves Lois? I still have Stewie Loves Lois 1. I think, I think I'd put Saving Private, Private Brian, Brian 2. My, I think it's... Yeah, I'll put that at 2. And then Mother Tucker and Hell Comes to Quahog. But Hell Comes to Quahog is such a good like fourth-ranked episode. It's not like it's bad. No, definitely not. Definitely not. All right. Number 5. Whistle While Your Wife Works. This is where... I believe where Peter blows up his hand. Yeah. <laughs> Quagmire returns from Florida um, smuggling fireworks in his anus because that's the only fun way to do it. I mean, obviously. Peter gets his hand blown off, so Lois has to work for him. So he Jason Pierre-Paul himself. Yeah. He tries to have sex with Lois in the office, and then Brian and Jillian began dating. And I believe this is a Mr. 3000 episode because it's when they start <laughs> dating. And Stewie... Um, I think this might have uh he tr yeah, he tries to break up. This was the uh Brian had sex with a really dumb girl. Now he's taking his friend Stewie to get some ice cream in his car. So that's like the best one line in probably all the episodes. But I feel like that's I think that might be the worst episode yet. Yep. Even though it's really fucking good. I feel like the, it's not as good as the other ones. Cuz the main storyline is like, all right, but I'd have that fifth. So what do we have so far? One is Stewie Loves Lois. Two, Saving Private Brian. Three, Mother Tucker. Four, Hell Comes to Quahog. And then rounding out the fifth one is Whilst Your Wife Works. Was Whistle while your wife works. Jesus, I can't speak. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Have, did you see the edit of keep... Or did, you might have tagged me in it. Keep fucking my wife's mouth. They changed <laughs> the audio. He's like, all right, I'm going to... <laughs> All right, number six is prick up your ears. Any idea? No. Uh, Chris finds. Uh, oh, this is where they find uh, Chris and his friends watching porn. Oh my I god, think. the Primus ear fucker. 
and I wish she applies to be the uh, uh, school sex teacher. I believe. Yeah, you're. This is the where they have sex in the ear. Yeah, makes new boyfriend, and she, she he sees her naked and dumps her. How did we ever come up with Paramus Earfucker? I feel like there was a crime and it was like an SVU episode. It has to be. Uh, uh, I think that's what it was. It was an SVU episode about something. I have. I actually have no idea. I wish that's one that's going to bother me for the rest of my life because there's no way we can figure it out. But uh, let's see. Megan, her new boyfriend, Doug. I'm trying to figure out what the what Stewie's doesn't look like there was. Oh, the tooth fairy where you have a picture of Chris Noth in your wallet. I don't remember that part of the episode where he traps Brian because he thinks he's the tooth fairy. He's like, your middle name's Gilligan. You love this. You have a picture of Chris Noth in your wallet. Okay. I feel like that's probably. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that sixth. I think. I think I actually that last. it might be. Or is it better than whistle while your wife works? Because the top story is like I'm not as big of a like when it's a lowest episode or a meg episode. They're not as good. I'd have it still sixth. I'm gonna I'll 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 go with that. I think it's we'll put it at six. All right, number seven, chick cancer. When watching television with Brian Stewie, discovers his old friend Olivia. Uh, she's coming to Quahog. Oh, so that's when they get back together. I think they get married, right? And then she cheats on him. Yeah. Um, Doesn't he burn so, the house down? Yeah. Uh, they get married. Rupert's uh, is the minister. Then they start to hate each other. They go out to dinner with Stewie or uh, with Brian and Jillian, and then Peter makes the chick flick. So that's mostly a Stewie centered episode i would probably have that ahead of prick up your ears i agree with that is it better than whistle while your wife works is that the silly putty i bought you i probably would have whistle while your wife works after that you think that uh so you'd have chick cancer after it? Before it. So I'd go uh, yeah, I, 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 pick I, up your um, ears, whistle while your wife works, and then chick cancer ahead of it. So Which chick cancer is now, now five? Yep. All right. Number eight, barely legal. Mr. West, Mr. West, Jesus Christ. Mayor West, West deploys the entire police, Cohog uh, Police Department to Cartagena because of fucking... Um, after watching Romancing the Stone. Wait, is this my hair is in the pie, Brian? Peter, Cleveland, and Quagmire. Yeah, this is I think this is number one instantly. They set up they they become cops. Meg is upset about not getting a date to junior prom, so Brian goes to the prom. Uh this is the cool whip episode. Instantly number one. Yep. It has to be. It might not be the best overall episode, but that has like the one of the family guys like greatest scenes. So let's 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 like do our work here though. Is it better as an episode than Stewie Loves Lois? Yes. Let me read the rest of it. Barely legal. Um, so they get obsessed. They go to the mall. Well, oh, I want a pretzel too. She makes his hair pie. Lois beats the shit out of him. He gets kidnapped. Yeah, that's got to be. That has to be number one. I don't know if anything can unseed. Cool Whip. This I came out. With cool whip. This came out before we met. By the way, December of twenty six, uh, two thousand six. God, we met like a month later. You put Cool Whip on pie. Pie tastes better with Cool Whip. Say whip. 
whip. Now say cool whip. Cool whip. Why are you putting so much emphasis on the H? What are you talking about? Yeah, that's probably like if there's too many episodes to do this now, but that's that probably could be a top if, 10 if you, all time. If you ranked like scenes of Family Guy, that's easily top 10, probably top five, maybe number one. What about giving my money? Where's my money? That's in there too. Like there's a, I don't know if you saw my TikToks. One of the chicks was like, what's your favorite cutaway gag that lives in your head rent free? And like that is its own series. So I'm like going through YouTube videos of season by season cutaways. And they're just, there's just so many, but so barely legal is number one, right? Easily. Hands down. I'm going to be shocked if anything beats this. Well, this is the next one. It's could be at least number two. It's road to Rupert. Oh my God. They go to Aspen. They, they lose. Uh, Brian accidentally sells Rupert. So they go to Aspen. Yep. To meet fucking whatever his name is. I don't remember the fucking douchebag, but this has the fucking Butler crone. Crone. Um, uh, Connecticut gets mentioned in this because he won't go to Connecticut because then he'd have to be with every state that's been with Connecticut or whatever. Uh, let's see. They find him. Yeah, it's Stanford. This is the guy's name. He'll put peanut butter on your body and he'll lick it off. Anywhere. I'm trying to see. What's the other fucking... They don't even have like a... Doesn't um, Peter uh, Evil Clean Evil? They don't, they don't have anything in the... In the uh, Wikipedia uh, synopsis, I don't know why I had. I think I just had a stroke. So I don't know what Peter does in that fucking episode, but that's. I, I feel he, like that's... he purchases the evil Knievel gloves, and then tries to like jump the. I have to use the car to jump cars. Does he break that girl's hymen? And then Meg becomes his personal driver. So is that the? I wonder if he because I know he gets in a he gets charged with rape because he breaks a girl's hymen. And then um, Peter decides that might have been the Roadhouse make, episode, but he's going to keep like up appearances. Oh, so he, I want a glass of better daughter. And then he throws it at her. All right, Road to Rupert's number two. Yeah, I, I I can't put that ahead of Barely Legal, but close. All right, number ten, Peter's two dads. Lois and Peter forget Meg's upcoming birthday. Great line where she tries to <gasps> f- fake it through. Oh my God! This is the step of my cubes. They organize a party. Peter is the clown, so he kills his dad. And then he, I get, I'm guessing this is where he finds Mickey McFadden. My drunken Irish dad. Stewie discovers he suffers from masochism and enjoys being hit. I just hit myself. I was so excited. Oh, my God. I got to find the uh, the whole line because I only remember the step on my cues part. I don't remember what he fuck. He, I know he draws David Tua on the wall. <laughs> this. Hmm. Because, I, I mean, the Peter's father story is like, to me, it's not, I would not have it top. It's, it's not that great. But the secondary story with Stewie is like top notch. I'd probably have it behind Stewie Loves Lois. Better than Mother Tucker? Well, Mother Tucker is, I'd have it better than Saving Private Brian. Mm. Just because it's stepping my cubes. But the main story is just not as good. I feel like it's it's in the area. It's flip flop with Saving Private Brian. So then Peter's two dads would be fifth now. Fourth or fifth, right? Or fifth or sixth? Which one? It's just ahead of Mother Tucker. All right. Number eleven: The Tan Aquatic with Stewie Zizou. Stewie develops a tan due to Peter uh, Peter being negligent while golfing. 
he's fond of the tan and he be, begins like having the tan. Oh, he gets obsessed out. with it, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, he and he gets sunburned because Brian falls asleep and he's severely burned and he thinks he has cancer. Uh, discovers the mole, takes him to the doctor, and then they do their uh, his bucket list. What's the other story in that? We'll survive, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, Chris is bullied by Kyle. Oh, and Peter beats oh, the shit out God. of Kyle. I have to I have to do a little research. I, what is what do Brian and Stewie do on his bucket list? This is the fucking where they do ballroom dancing and he says, I love you. I love Brian juice. goes, I love you. Uh, I said olive juice. Olive juice? Olive juice, you too. Hmm. Let me see. Didn't they visit the, like the Chicago Museum of Art? Yeah. And then he like Oh, squiggly line, and then Brian just draws a, a picture of himself hanging himself. Oh, you were just the worst type of person. Uh, of course, nothing comes up with Stewie's bucket list. Where do we put that? Because Kyle is the, steals his paper out, and Peter fucking, he's like, hey, Peter, how's it going? Uh, nothing. Like, uh, we'll cross a bridge when it gets there. I might him. have that. Oh, it's Randy Fulton. Randy! I honestly mm. might have that six now. I'd move Mother Tucker down. It might be better than... It's better than Hell Comes to Quahog. Isn't that better than the Superstore? That's close. I don't know. Though. I don't think it's better than Peter's Two Dads. I think it's better than that. That for uh, the Peter finding Mickey McFinnigan is not that great. So then you're going to say it's now number five. It's not better than Road to Rupert. I would take Road to Rupert. Not better than, I think it's. Where do we have chick cancer? Chick cancer is way down the list. Is it better than prick up your ears? Well, prick up your ears is last now. It's better than whistle while your wife works. Where do, do we have Saving Private Brian ahead of Hell comes to Quahog? Oh, I don't know why I don't just look at the list. We have Saving Private Brian as number four. Number four, Saving Private Brian. The Tan Aquatic of whatever the hell it's called would be now number five ahead of Peter's Two Dads. Is it better than Saving Private Brian? That's the debate right now. Let me see. Stewie gets the tan, skin peels, mole. They do the bucket list. I can't remember what they do. I don't think it was like anything over anything that was amazing. So I can leave it at five. Saving Private Brian is probably... Because I'll just walk into stores and say, look how gay we are with our gayness. So I think we're going to have to leave that there. All right. Back to the list, where, which is where? Okay. Uh, Airport 07. I had no idea this was the uh, the title. This was the redneck comedy show with fucking Mike Drunk Beater. Do you, do you remember any of the other names? I remember Walter Coffee and Pie Abernathy. Who the fuck else was on there? I don't remember it at all. You don't you don't remember Mike Drunkbeater? No. You don't remember Mike Drunkbeater? Oh, that dog of mine? I have to I have to play the clip. I don't remember it whatsoever. Since we since we have lots of time to kill on this podcast, I'm gonna find it. Redneck Comedy Festival. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Redneck Comedy Tour, featuring Stink Flamin'. You know you're a redneck if you come from a rural area and behave as such. 
Taffy. <laughs> and Larry, the guy who works for the Department of Water and Power. You tell me how that got in there. So that they're obviously... Do you remember they called back Mike Drunk Beater like seasons later? They're obviously I don't remember that whatsoever. Of, they're making fun of the stupid ass fucking uh, Jeff Foxworthy and all those idiots. So he began. He begins to have like like shit when he was a redneck. I think he puts the co- uh, the couch in the fucking front yard. He gets a pickup truck, and then he gets Quagmire fired because he puts the uh, fuel in the fucking truck and they they crash. I don't remember this episode at all. What the fuck is wrong with you? Look it up so you fucking jog your memory. This is like one of the uh, Quagmire gets fired and he lives with the Griffins. Nothing. You might be on your own for this one. I don't know why you're not typing, looking it up. At least you can like look at pictures. Maybe it'll jog your memory. And they try to get his job back and they fucking uh, they're on the plane and he's not on the plane with them because he forgot to get on. He has sex with a woman in the airport without using a condom. Hugh Hefner is in the episode? I have no recollection of Hugh Hefner being it's in the It's the fucking uh, Queen Latifah movie, Last Holiday. We need to turn that off because they shouldn't be. We've talked about that quote before. No recollection of that episode whatsoever. You're making me very fucking angry because we've talked about You've fucking quoted the last fucking, uh, what the fuck's the name of the movie? Last Holiday. No recollection of this episode at all. Oh, you're fucking so stupid. I hate you. I need to find a new co-host. Fucking pissing me off now. Where would I, you rank it? I can be of no help to this one. I, I don't understand how you don't know this episode. You, I don't, you don't remember the fucking Mike drunk beater? I, I don't understand how. This is ridiculous. Um, God. Better than whistle while your wife works. Let's see. I gotta look at the list. It's not better than Stewie loves Lois. Uh, write it. I'll put it at six. Probably not as good as the tan, the aquatic, but it could be better. Yeah, I'll put it there. All right. Yeah, that was only one of their highest rated episodes of the year. Never heard of it. Yeah, it was rated higher than uh, Stewie's Azu in terms of people. You you actually have heard of it. We've I we've fucking talked about last holiday. Peter and uh Bill and Peter's bogus journey. So this would be, I'm guessing, Bill Clinton breaks down outside of the house. The fucking Oh, NAFTA. Another ankle fucking that ass. The cankle pageant. And then he uh I think they go on like some sort of fucking like age is just a state of mind thing. They take uh they can still have fun even though they're getting older. They start smoking and they, the fucking something with a pig. Stewie and Brian attempt to be toilet trained. Oh, that's right. Stewie uh, and Brian are both getting toilet trained. Watching a video by Roy Schneider. Uh, Brian persists leaving his feces in the garden. So he has to wear a diaper. That's, I mean, it's not a bad episode, but that's, I think that's sort of towards the bottom. I would probably have that. I still have prick up your ears last. What was prick up your ears again? Promise here, fucker. All right. Uh, you can put it ahead of that, I guess. Better than whistle while your wife works? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. So, 12th? 12th. Yeah, that sounds, sounds about right. Ooh, this is a good one. No meals on wheels. 
Peter is irritated by Mort, the local scared pharmacist. You. Scared you. Constantly borrowing his things, so he makes a scared you out of his best suit. Frustrated, Lois takes him to a secondhand clothing store to get him a new suit where he finds the flannel pajamas. Static this is where he finds the, uh, what's it called? The fucking train token or something. And they get 50 grand and they make their own restaurant. A Rhode Island shipping token. And uh, Big Pete's the, House of Munch. Yeah, and this is where, what, fucking they invite Joe over and he doesn't like that he's, they form, form Triple Cron or whatever it was called. The exploding cupcakes that no, we, we can't have those, Peter, because remember people died. So that's definitely better than the last few on here. Big Pete's House of Munch. <sighs> Might be ahead of Tan Aquatic. You have that top five now? I don't think it's as good as Saving Private Brian, but it might be better than the Tan Aquatic. Because that's also one of those ones where it's like a whole episode. It's only that one one story. story. Line. Do you think it's better than Stewie Zazu? I don't know. I feel like there's more... Where the fuck are you, Stan? Damn. Are there more quotable lines or more memorable moments in the tanning episode as compared to Crippletron? No. I agree. It's either five or six. I put it ahead of... Because I remember he's like, hey, do you guys accept the Discover card? And they're like, oh, yeah. It's an exclusive club called Everybody. You'd have I, that now. That's our new number five then. Because I, I can't really quote the Tan Aquatic that well. So yeah, put it at five. I mean, at this point, we're not. I don't think anything's cracking the top two. I don't think anything might be cracking the top three. We'll see. I haven't really looked. Let's see what else is there. No meals on wheels. Boys do cry. Lois gets a job as the uh, church organist, uh, so they start going to church more. Uh, he drinks too much, and oh, they move to fucking Texas. Was Gilbert Gottfried in this? Was he the fucking... Yes. Yeah, he was the horse. He was the horse. Ah, fucking R.I.P. Gilbert. The blood of Christ. So they move to... uh, It's where you buy some liquor and you get a free gun. They adapt to the Texas lifestyle. Stewie's in the beauty pageant. He's a queer sexual. Peter becomes a a rancher. But he's mentally retarded, so they try to kill him. That's a pretty good episode. That is Mm. a good episode. I feel like it's at least seventh. I don't know if it's better than the Tan Aquatic. That's what we're I always coming back to. Nothing is topping getting into the top five. I think it's better than Peter's two dads. I don't remember the airport one. I'm going to have to watch it because I literally have, I don't remember it at all. I feel like we should turn off Last Holiday because that's not something that people should see when they're dying. We've, we've literally talked about that. I the, feel like then it goes behind the Tan Aquatic. It's either sixth or seventh. So I feel like we can put it in at seventh, because I th- feel like Stewie being in the tattoo life, uh, tattoo the fucking um, tan lifestyle is just is better. All right, we're almost done. Sixteenth, no Chris left behind. Uh, they take the family to see ballet. Interesting. Uh, blah blah blah. Brian notices Chris' he- history textbook is hopelessly out of date. Published by 1896 in the Adult Swim version, 1948 in the Fox version. That's interesting that they changed Weird. what date it was published. Upset by this, Lois goes to a PTA meeting. 
Principal Shepard explained that the school can't afford new textbooks, lost its funding, and the No Child Left Behind Act, and they expel Chris. They, they literally they don't they literally don't say anything after that. They leave out the whole point where he goes to private school. That's that has to be the butt scratcher, right? Yeah, it's butt scratcher. I think that might. Hmm. It's Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones was the um the, the the here we go with Carter. Oh, Peter is suddenly confronted by the giant chicken for the third fight. See, I feel like they're leaving stuff. There's stuff in some of these episodes that they're leaving out. Well, so there's a name? chicken fight. In it. There's a chicken fight. Uh, several attempts to find it. Yeah, Carter gets him in there. Peter sells butt scratches at the ballpark. Stewie plays the fucking tuba. That is probably mm, ahead of No Meals on Wheels. So it's five, It's fifth, at least fifth. Okay, so before I, I'm reading up on this episode now. So, but you couldn't do that for the fucking the TV one. version. The textbook was originally from 1948 and included a chapter on Israel becoming a new country. On the Cartoon Network version, the textbook is from 1896 and includes a chapter called Negroes, America's Dancing and its Rape Folk. And Lois commenting and discussing about how no, no one uses the word Negro anymore. Now I can understand why they changed it. Yeah, but you'd think Fox wouldn't give a shit. They don't like black people anyway. And the cutaway scene of Chris firing Rocky from punching the meat hanging in the freezers of the butcher shop with Rocky pointing out that Paulie is having sex with one of the meat cuts. I feel like we could do an entire like hour and a half episode if we just went into detail on each episode. Because like, if you click on it, they give you the entire plot. So let's see. What am I? What did I say? It was probably... I think that's better than Meals on Wheels. But is it better than Saving Private Brian? I think it actually might be. I kind of think it might be too. No Chris I left behind. I think that's our new number four. Mm, what was the other story in Saving Private Brian? Let me look that up. Where are you? Hello. Where the fuck are you? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Was there, he turns there, into Marilyn Manson. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to put that at four. Let, wait, let's. Is it better than Stewie Loves Lois? Ooh, ooh. It's the Peter and the prostate exam, and then Stewie Loves Lois, obviously. That's think, cl- it's very close. I think I, I'd have um, this one behind Stewie Loves Lois. I think Stewie Loves it's Lois a is very, It's a very close number four. And then we're down to our last two episodes. It takes a village idiot, and I married one. The Griffins are at Quagmire's cabin. Is this where? Oh, you know, the toxic waste dump. And they uh, Lois becomes mayor. Becomes mayor. Yep, this is a, a Lois storyline. It's a good episode, but there's no. It's it depends decent. on how low it is. It's probably ahead of Peter's two dads. I'd probably have it behind Mother Tucker. I'd probably have it behind Hell Comes to Quahog, too. I don't really remember. Actually, I, we have a we might have a new top three for the last episode. Um, we might actually have a new number one. I don't know. But I feel like there was no other real story in that episode. So put it ahead of like Whistle While Your Wife Works, maybe. It's sort of at this point, it doesn't really matter where it's ranked. It's just in the bottom five. Yeah, I mean, it's... I feel like we haven't... We're going to have at least a new number two when we remember which one this is. Any ideas? You have no clue, right? None. 
I want to see your face when I say this because you're gonna have to think. Do you have your thinking cap ready? Back I'm just, just trying to draw this out as long as I can. Meet the Quagmires. How do you not remember this? Peter travels oh, wait, wait, back wait, wait, in wait, time. Wait, death comes to the drunken clam, and they go to what was it, 1984? One of the best scenes ever, where Stu, uh, Peter sings the Beverly Hills Cop theme song, where Al Gore is president, Tucker Carlson is dead. This could be. It's in the top three. Get rid of Stewie loves Lois. It's it's in the top three. I think it's better than Road to Rupert because Road to Rupert is not even the best Road Two episode. Doesn't wait. Don't doesn't Brian and the band play? Um, uh, yeah, they uh, do the uh, scene from Rick Astley, um, from from Back to the Future, but they yeah. play Rick Astley is never going to give you up. Yep. Then he punches the chicken, and we texted each other when this happened. Because we were like, oh my god, they're doing some fucking continuity stuff. So this is it. This might be number one. No, 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 no. I think this is now number three. Because I still think barely. No, it's better. Road it's, to Rupert. it's better than Road to Rupert. I don't think it is. It's way more quotable than Road to Rupert. I don't way think more. I, it's definitely better than Stewie Loves Lois. Definitely better than Stewie Loves Lois. Let me see. We're okay. I have to. We have to do a deep dive now to figure this out. Because this is this is all we have for this episode. So, Road to Rupert. Because I already know everything about Meet the Quagmires. And what's what was the other one? Stewie loves Lois. It's better than Stewie loves Lois. So it's barely legal in Road to Rupert. Yeah. Okay, barely legal. Let's see, Road to Rupert. Uh, let's see. They discover that he's they they go on the chase to find out who. It, oh, I didn't know Rob Lowe voiced Stanford Cordry. Interesting. I didn't know that either. So they try to find him. They don't. They won't give him back. They do the ski off. Peter is the evil Knievel. He decides to use the family car to jump over stuff. He's unsuccessful. Gets his driver's license taken away. So Meg is his driver. Meet the Quagmires is better than that. It's just, just it's it's just better. I don't know. Meet the Quagmires. I mean, he goes back in time. He's married to Molly Ringwald. Quagmire is married to Lois. He goes back in time a hundred times. They make fun of Scott Bayo. Isn't um? Doesn't they the make fun of Chevy Chase with Roger from American Dad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, 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 it's okay. better than so. It's better than Road to Rupert. Now, is it better than Barely Legal? Because I think as an episode, it's probably better. But Barely Legal has, just has the the best scene in Family Guy history. I think it's a better episode. I don't think it can top barely legal though, just based on. But it's just the it's episode in total. It's best episode because Brian going to the fucking dance with Meg. They get drunk. They hook up. Whatever, and then they kidnap her. The other uh, secondary story is just Peter Quagmire and Cleveland becoming cops. I'm sorry. Meet the Quagmires is number one. For me, did you know that Tamara Maori from T and Tamara was in uh, Barely Legal? What did she play? Esther. How do you think they decided to cast that? They were just like flip a coin, which Maori sister we want, <laughs> or was she happened to be in the room at the time? Grab the one that's available. Yeah, yeah that's weird. I'm I, I'm putting Meet the Quagmires at one. Wait, did you know in Road to Rupert, Ted McGinley was in it? Jefferson from uh, Mary really? Children. Yeah. What did he play? He played. How do they cast this? He played the helicopter rental agent. Really? I had no idea. 
I didn't even know Rob Lowe was in this, for God's sakes. This is insane. That's insane. So you would have Meet the Quagmires number one. That's probably so what's if we depending on how far we get, like maybe like for the four, five, six, seven, eight, maybe up to ten or whatever, and then we can do the top five of those. I feel like Meet the Quagmires might be in the top five Family Guy episodes ever. I don't know. I feel like Barely Legal still to me. It's my, I personally think Barely Legal is better, but that's just me. Real, but as a, just because take out the Cool Whip quote and it's I can't take out the Cool Whip. It's not even quote <laughs> close. It's number two because of that quote. The episode is good. It's great even. But Meet the Quagmires is just like perfect. I, I it has to be in there because Barely Legal is basically in that spot because of that i feel that like scene. another subset of rankings could be all the road Two episodes i think uh, how many are there there was the road to rhode island road to the multiverse road to rupert road to the north pole. road to road to the north pole road to europe i think that's just five they're all really good but i so we're going meet the quagmires barely legal road to rupert stewie loves lois and no chris left behind i feel and like dead last Prick up your ears. Parameter of Rutgers the only good part. Let me see what that was about again. Because like it's not like there was one episode in here that was like just awful. Prick up your ears. Sex education. Yeah, that feels like that should be last. Although that was that actually got over nine million viewers. I don't think there's a rhyme or reason to just happen to be who's home that night or some shit. Yeah, it's the same way AEW gets their ratings. What? Fucking all the bots? <laughs> all the bots. The season finale of Meet the Quagmires got they, they went from like seven nine seven two to nine five to nine one. I guess like it's not like it's a fucking sitcom or a, a drama show where you got to tune in for the finale. I wonder why people that's all true. of a sudden decided to turn into that. Yeah, so that's what we're doing, and that actually somehow got us to an hour and a half. I think we might be able to do a short podcast this week for one. So we only have to do a uh, unusual death on this day and then we're out of here so let's do it give me a we've done some really recent ones i mean we did 2022 two weeks ago last week was 2016 what else we got pick a year in the between the how about the 40s did you have a stroke i was gonna give you a choice and then i decided to just let me handle it myself since you suck and didn't see airport 07 hate you (laughs) all right so i've got two in the 40s Two in the 40s. Okay. Both have Wikipedia pages. One is a picture of a guy, and the other is a picture of a looks like a fucking sign you would see entering like a new town. Let's go with the picture of the guy. I think the other one's probably better, but actually, no. Mm, They're both interesting. But uh, this one's a short one. So Sherwood Anderson, March 8th, 1941. Sherwood Anderson, an American writer, died of periton. Tontus, after accidentally swallowing a toothpick. Oh, peritonitis. That's the, um, it's inflammation in your peritoneum, which is like in the lining of your abdomen. So he died. I mean, I, I would think the toothpick pierced his fucking stomach lining. So he died from that of swallowing a toothpick. Okay, that's that is it's an the, interesting one. It's the 40s, I'm, but I'm, I feel like you could go to the hospital and have it removed. They probably went to the hospital and they were like... Imagine trying to pass that through your asshole and just having your like anal cavity pierced, and you like nope. anally bleed to death. Hard pass. You don't like to anally bleed. It's not hard weird. pass. 
You were totally different in college. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah, that would Sherwood Anderson, who uh I'll let you do the research, but he was a writer, so maybe he's written something somebody has heard of. I've never heard of him, so looking forward to looking it up. He died ten years earlier than Mary Reeser, the uh woman who was fucking com- spontaneously, spontaneously combust. God, so, is it uh, bad that I actually, when you said the name, I remembered it? And wasn't that like 10 years? Wasn't Mary Reeser like seven or 10 years before um, fucking the dude that di- had the heart attack on during the play, Gareth Jones? Was, uh, he was in the 50s, I think. Gareth Jones was in the 50s? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, he was. Uh, that was seven years later. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Just Harvey, baby. All right. So I guess on this day, we got a, a fucking unfortunate death. We already talked about Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, so I'll, I'll go for the deaths first before birthdays. So Since uh, we got Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried passed away today after a long illness at the age of 70, or 67. Uh, on this day in 1981, Joe Lewis, the uh, former heavyweight boxer, died of cardiac arrest at the age of 66. He, he died. In, he was 66 in 1981. Damn. Yeah. Uh, on this day in 1987, uh, one of the fabled Von Erich uh, wrestling family members, Mike Von Erich, committed suicide at the young age of 23. I think I saw that on Facebook. That's why, because I was looking at the Von Erichs today. That must have been why I was looking at them. Yeah, they all fucking killed themselves or died of some weird shit. Uh, on this day in 1989, boxer Sugar Ray Robinson, not to be confused with Sugar Ray Leonard, uh, died of Alzheimer's disease at the age of 67. Mm. Uh, and on this date in 2016, former ECW star wrestler Balls Mahoney died of a heart attack balls, at the age balls, of 44. Balls, balls. He was only 44. Mahoney, he, turned, he, he literally looked like he was pushing 70. He'd be turning 50 this year. He looked like he was in his late like 50s. If, if you listen to this podcast and don't know wrestling, look up Balls with an S, right? He didn't spell yes. it B-A-L-L-Z. Look up Balls Mahoney. He, how old was he? 40 what? 44. I'm not kidding you when I say he looked like he was in his 60s. Yeah, he looked like, That's awful. how bad it was. He looked awful. So we have some birthdays. Uh, on this day in 1946, Polk High legend himself, L. Bundy, a.k.a. Ed O'Neill, was born in Youngstown, Ohio. He's 76 today. Wow. That's insane to me. I thought maybe Al Bundy was born that day when you said Polk High. But no, the actual actor. Al Bundy could have been too. Uh, David Letterman turned 75 today. He was born on this day in 1947. Same age as, same year as Arnold Schwarzenegger. And actress uh, Shannon Doherty uh, from Beverly Hills 90210 in the TV show Charmed uh, is 51 today. Born in 1971. You know there was a, might have been before you got there, I Probably was. I don't know if he still was there when you were there. There was a, a guy, professor named Shannon Doherty at Westcon, taught history. Really? I thought it was a woman. I just assumed it was a woman when I took the class, and it was just this fucking big burly dude with like deep voice. That's great. I, I mean, know that. I don't like like I know Shannon Sharp and stuff, but like Shannon is a male's name. Is not. I'm not a fan. Yeah, it's it's more of a female name to me. But uh, we have some things that happened on this day as well. So on this day in 1811. Uh, the first U.S. colonists on the Pacific coast arrived at Cape Disappointment, Washington. <laughs> Were they? I was gonna make a not happy like they named it Disappointment. That sounds like my bed when a woman's in it. Welcome to Cape Disappointment. <laughs> uh, oh God, terrible! Uh, 
On this day in 1861, Fort Sumter in South Carolina was attacked by the Confederacy, thus beginning the American Civil War. I feel like I've seen a video where people, like, you know, you just ask people on the street stuff, like, who was in the Civil War, and people don't know. Yeah, it's sadly like, true. I think it was America and, like, China. Like, yeah, exactly. Moron. Who is in the Spanish War? The Spanish-American War? Let's see. I think it was Great Britain and China. Correct. Good job. What year is the War of 1812? That was 1937. Didn't that war last, like, longer, though? Yeah, it lasted a long time, I think. Uh, on this day in 1945, yeah. U.S. President Franklin Delano Roosevelt died in office at the age of 63 of a massive intracerebral hemorrhage, and uh, Vice President Harry Truman was sworn in as the 33rd president. Could you imagine and, being fucking paralyzed and, like, the whole country had no idea? Or, like, yeah, that's amazing. Was, that I don't no know if he was did. paralyzed or just, like, so fucked up he couldn't walk, but, like, and being in a wheel, like, they would prop him up. Like, that's crazy. It's amazing. And he was only 63 when he died, too. And he looked he serve, so much older. did he serve, like, wasn't he in his third term? Yes. That's insane. He looked so much older. Yeah. And finally. Him and Balls Mahoney. <laughs> he looked younger than Balls. Yeah, he actually kind of did. <laughs> uh, lastly, on this day in 1955, the polio vaccine, which was tested by Jonas Salk, was announced to be safe and effective and was given full approval by the United States Food and Drug Administration. See, fuckers, vaccines work. Suck a dick, you anti-vax pieces of shit. I highly doubt anybody was out here on fucking... Uh in life going you know what i don't i'm not gonna i'm not gonna trust yet although i mean i will say polio is way deadlier than covid but like i don't think anyone was out here going i don't know what's in it though i'm not sure about that you know what i take it back don't suck a dick suck the severed penis on hancock street i wonder if it's still i wonder if there's a like if i lived in hancock street i would have like a severed penis memorial like you know how like I forget what it was. There was like a raccoon who died somewhere and they like had a memorial on the street or something. Like I would do that for the severed penis. I would do a chalk outline of where the severed yeah. penis was found. <laughs> R.I.P. I wonder if they have to do that. Like, you know, they do that for a dead body. Is that even like true or is that like penis. a movie movie thing? Like, do they act, do crime scene investigators actually do like a, a chalk outline? I don't think they do that anymore. I think back in the day they did. Maybe they use like tape or something. So they feel yeah, like they have to at least they do that. What do they do? They have to have like a. Well, I think um, they take pictures and stuff. Well, right? they used to do that too, but like they have to have like an outline for if you want to like actually be at the scene. I feel like they still do that. Put that on your list to look up. Do they still do chalk outlines slash tape outlines, or is that just like a movie thing? For finally, we got or under an hour and forty minutes. I think that was a fast, streamlined episode. There's, point. there's not going to be any more talking about shit. Just please, uh, like Randy has been sending us questions like once. One, I feel like one question from anybody is good. So send Definitely. us questions. Nobody else fucking does. Randy's the only one keeping this podcast alive. Thank send you, Send us Randy. questions, comments, concerns, ideas, anything. So this is episode 22. We'll be back again next Tuesday for episode 23. Bye.